What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are here on the official first episode of the podcast about comics and stuff. I am the one they call Mr. HB. I am J3. And first of all, we're excited to have y'all here with us. Yeah, if you made it by if you made it past episode zero, we're thankful that you that you came to episode one. Indeed. And if you listen to our last episode, episode zero, as we officially title in it, you know that we are covering the first issue of The Last Ronin of the Ninja Turtles, as we plan to cover the whole volume. I believe they had, five, was it five or was it six issues? I think it was five. I want to say it was six. I might be wrong, though. I'm going to have to check really quick. We're going to find out. So yeah, that's what we're talking about today. And before we even get into the issue, I want to talk to my man J3 right here. I want to know, what's your level of fandom with Ninja Turtles in general? Was you always a fan? Or... I, I can't even honestly think of when I wasn't a fan. I think by proxy of you, I just grew up with the Ninja Turtles. Like It just was always there. Also, you know, the cartoon, I'm not sure what year the cartoon came out, but 87, 87, right. So it came out right in our like timeline. So like with you being into Ninja Turtles and then the cartoon right there, it was like the main thing. And, you know, what's what's like more interesting than mutant turtles practicing being ninjas? You cannot beat that. What is that? <laughs> I mean, you know, especially if you're like a little kid, you're like, oh yeah, this is this is right up my alley. This is what I want to do. Right. That was one of the things that intrigued me for sure. Like the fact, like, okay, turtles, no martial arts. What? Somebody gonna explain this to me? Right. <laughs> exactly. And it's funny because yeah, we definitely like because I was the turtle fan. So mm-hmm. yeah, somehow I would have you watching them with me <laughs> or whatever. We would just binge watch them. Does any particular series stand out to you? Because, of course, I mean, you got the original one. Right. And then I remember specifically that 2003 one. That was the darker version, more big comics. I like that one. Um, I don't know if any particular scene or anything like sticks out. I just I remember at some point where there was like this dark tournament or something. And Leo was kind of like going off the deep end. Leo was kind of, he was losing the shit a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> this ain't the normal Leo that we usually get. Yes. In that 2003 series when Leonardo, this was the, I think this was season four, and he was starting to lose his grip a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little snippet. You, you, you find out as you go on, like why that was happening. But yeah, mm-hmm. very good stuff. Speaking of that 2003 series, it doesn't get enough praise at all. Yeah, I think it's excellent. Yeah. It'd be great if they just picked back up from wherever that ended. I would love that they did that, especially since we had an age where they're just reviving everything by now. Right. The show could have came out in 88. Yep. If it was a had a big enough following, they'll bring that. They've been bringing yeah, bring that like that right back. Yep. Like the X-Men animated series. Yep, they're bringing that back. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm like, just saying. All right. I will be down for that. Like that 2003 joint was definitely, yeah, where is that? But yeah, for me, 
if you ain't hinted already, I've been a big Ninja Turtle fan as long as I can remember. I can't even remember like exactly like pinpoint like, oh yeah, this is what got my interest into the Ninja Turtles, but I've been very much always into it. Like I remember just having the original uh, VHS copies of the original series. Ooh, old school. Yeah, very old school. I very rarely actually caught the original series on TV. Well, you know, at, back then it was hard to. Yeah, like you ain't I mean, like, yeah, you couldn't record it or anything. It's like you wake up Saturday morning hoping that you catch it. Right. <laughs> That's it. it. It ain't like how it is now, like how we have a guide and all that. Right. Like we did have a, remember the physical magazine, like the uh, yeah, TV, guide? TV guide? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that was as close as it got. That was as close as you got. To figuring out what time stuff came on. But if you ain't had that, yeah, you was out of luck for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I always had the VHS copies. And yeah, it's something fascinating about turtles kicking butt. And then they was in the pizza. That was something crazy within yeah. itself as well. Like, I think that's why that's my favorite food because they just made it look so good. Yeah, yeah. That animation, it really stressed out that cheese and that animation. <laughs> So yeah, it just had me very well intrigued into that whole world. I I, I single handedly think that that show probably boosted the sales of pizza, probably by at least like thirty percent at that point. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like places like Pizza Hut and Domino's right. was getting a complete boost in the right. yeah sales for sure. Yeah, so it yeah it just made sense to be like just a turtle fan, and it's just always stuck with me throughout the years until this very day. To the point that we went and saw the movies, you know. Yeah, the movie. Yo, don't even get me started on those movies. The original live action, especially that first one. First one was decent for its time. I will say that. The second one, well, they started going off the rails. (laughs) And then that third one, like, okay, all right. All right, so I'm one of the few that don't think the third one is that bad. Because a lot of people hate that third one. <laughs> it's so bad. And while it's I admit so the, while I admit the puppetry, like the costumes that the turtles like it don't look hardly as good as the first two, but I don't think it like it doesn't distract me from the movie. Like I think it still looked good. It's just like at times, like when they be talking. It looked real robotic, like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> like they went cheap on this budget. Yeah, they yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah. Actually, fun fact, did you know that parents complained about the, first one. the use? Well, yeah, parents complained about the use of the weapons in the first one. So in the second one, they don't use they their don't weapons, use at, weapons all. at all. Nope. <laughs> They're on their back. They're the, the, the weapons are on their back. And they do not use them. So like <laughs> the opening fighting scene, um, where they're like they're in like this meat shop or something, right? Yeah. Right? Like everything around them. They're using like sausages and stuff to fight, but they're literally not using the weapons that are on their back. Meanwhile, they have deadly weapons strapped to them. <laughs> right. <laughs> All because parents complain. Yep. Which I am well aware of. Yeah, the pe- parents was not feeling that first one. You even had Ralph yelling out damn throughout the whole first movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They kind of maybe went a little bit overboard back then in the 90s. You know, you, you probably pushed it a little bit too much. But the crazy thing about it is, like, while that joint got flagged, that's how the comics was. <laughs> original yeah, comic yeah. Was. So they was very, it's a shock to the system because if you watch the original series, it was nothing like that. 
first yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. But ironic enough, the first movie was more uh, honest to the comics than the original right. show. Was. Right. Yeah. What you got was two totally different turtles. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember as a kid it being a shock to the system too. Mm-hmm. But I liked it. I liked it though. I was right. I no, thought it was in that Ralph was cursing in the joint, right. and it was just a darker tone. Yeah, it was just it was just well grounded, like you know what I mean. Right. So I was all for it, but apparently the parents was, and I th- I like the second one too. I like the second one actually just as much, but it's just the tone. You could tell they're definitely just the tone is yeah, they, different, they, and it just they, had more they, fun with it. It took all that criticism, man, and so they had to switch it up. Yeah, completely. I mean, they had a whole dance scene. I mean, come on. Exactly. Right. That's how left it went. <laughs> and that's how it went. When you got Vanilla Ice right, like, on stage like, getting it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't need to do this. Come on. <laughs> like, just even how they even beat Shredder, like, because they beat him with a guitar or something like that, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Let's blast him with music. And it worked. And then, like, the, like, the, like, the deck or something collapses on them. And yeah. That's it. When he turned into Super Shredder, he pretty much committed suicide because the turtles did nothing in that moment. Or did he? (laughs) All right, right, right. (laughs) But for whatever reason, despite all that, again, I guess we you knew what you was getting in that second one because the tone had completely shifted. Right. But you accepted that this was just a fun movie at this point, I guess. Yeah. And then the third one, we're not even gonna waste the time. We already talked about it. (laughs) Looks like yeah. We don't need to. We don't need to. That's pretty much an in-depth as far as our turtle fandom. As you see, it runs deep. And it lead, led us to talk about our good old TMNT Lash Ronin right here, which I am curious to know what made you, or how did you find this? So what made you get into it or check it out? Uh, you told me about it. You had mentioned it to me. And then I think I saw it on my Kindle as like one of my suggestions to read. Mm-hmm. And I think when you had mentioned it to me, I had put it in the back of my mind, but then I, I think I just forgot. But then when I saw the suggestion, I was like, oh, yeah, I need to check that out. And I looked at all the reviews, and it was like 4.5 stars. And I was like, all right, well, I give it a shot. And boom. Yeah, it can't hurt. It was free on the Kindle, right? No, it wasn't free. I had to buy it. But, okay. it, you know, when, when I bought it, it was the whole value. The whole like oh, the whole thing, yeah. Indeed, indeed. What I appreciated was the fact that the original creators wrote this last oh, I didn't know book. That. Yeah. What happened was the original creators of the Ninja Turtles is by Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman. Didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, Kevin Eastman, well, apparently they had like original notes from like way back, like when they was actually doing their original comics. Uh-huh. And they never actually, they never finished it. <laughs> Stopped. So, yeah, they just, so I guess they got too busy. But fast forward to now, Kevin Eastman, he just dig, happened to dig it back up. And they went back to uh, doing it. Like, Peter Laird didn't necessarily, technically didn't necessarily have anything to do with it. But because it was their original right. stuff. The original, um, uh, I guess, property, IP. Right. He just made sure to, you know, ask Peter, like, yo, is this cool, man? I'm about to, you know, we about to right. get into this joint. And he right. was cool with it. So... Thankfully, he was because we wouldn't have got this masterpiece right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, it was easy for me as far as how I got into it. Once I found out that this was even existed and that it was a darker tone and then it was just one turtle left. 
And then, oh, the original creators uh, did it. I was like, well, sign me up. I'm, I'm down right. for the program. <laughs> like, got to see how this plays out. Right. We got to see how this works. So, yeah, I was all for it. Yeah, man, I enjoyed this book a lot. I enjoyed the first issue a lot. The first issue was. Yeah. <laughs> I get what you're going with there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> for those. I didn't know those. Me and my guy, J3, we've actually read the whole uh, volume already, but how we're planning on doing it, we want to break it down by each issue. So it's not going to be any spoilers or anything like that. We're not going to go any past this issue that we're covering right here. Just chapter one. Just good old chapter one. But yeah, so yeah, I definitely enjoyed this first issue. You kind of get thrust right into everything and you kind of trying to figure out from the get go. Yeah, you're kind of trying to figure out, like, what's going on. <laughs> right. When you start reading, you don't know anything from the get-go. You don't really start finding out anything until possibly second chapter. Right. So first chapter, you're, I mean, like you said, you're just kind of thrust into a turtle doing something, you know, going on a mission. But you have no idea exactly what happened, why he doing this. Yeah, right. Did we actually cover like what the last Ronin is about? I don't think we did. Okay, just a brief description. Whoever's not hip. So the last Ronin is pretty much about, in a nutshell, all the turtles have died, <laughs> and there's just one left. There was four originally, and there's just one hanging on. We don't know how this happened, why this happened, but we, as you get into the book, you kind of figure out like what's going on and how this came to be. And it's a much darker, uh, much darker interpretation of the Turtles. Yeah. A must read definitely uh, would suggest this for anybody to read. But now that we got that out of the way, we can go into this uh, a little more into the first issue. So we see an unknown turtle. Yeah, we see an unknown turtle. <laughs> and we're not, we're, we're not quite sure at this point, which turtle this is, but, you know, he's kind of, he, apparently he's looking like he mean business. Apparently he's about to do some things. Right. And, he, and if you notice, he doesn't have, um, he, he has a black eye mask. Yeah. Which I, I actually like that because, again, more, that's what gives more speculation. Like, who is this? Like, which one is this? Right. Did you know beforehand which who was? was? Yeah. I had no idea. Did you have any speculation? I mean, I guess for like good writing purposes and knowing the personalities of the turtle, it makes sense. It makes sense why they chose the one they chose. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, to get a person whose total personality is totally different than what you're currently looking at, um, it makes, I think it, it gives the, the mood more weight for what you're looking at now. Like, if it had been Raph, it'd have been like, well, this is how Raph has always been. Like, there's not much of a difference here, right? Right, right. Yeah. So for those out there, yeah, you know, it's not Ralph. <laughs> no, it's not Ralph. <laughs> but yeah, but like, kind of going up, bouncing off of what you just said, like, who would have the biggest character development from this story arc? Right. And when you kind of put that together, it's kind of mm -hmm. obvious who it is. Right. But. Again, at this point, we don't know who is what. 
And then you just kind of see him kind of sneaking in back to the city and he's talking. He's just talking to people. You don't know who he's talking to, right? <laughs> but he's just talking. Did you know who he was talking to? Like, because I was like, who was bro talking to right now? <laughs> he, I, I mean, based on just the title of the comic, I was like, okay, well, you're talking to somebody who I think are his brothers. But based on the title, I'm like, well, his brothers ain't around no more. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm thinking. He, he he's talking to an imaginary object here, right? <laughs> right. I actually liked how they did that because it was like you kind of have the turtles included still, even though they're not right really there. Because right, they're there, but they're not there. Even though it's looking like he's having a nervous breakdown, just talking to walls or whatever the case may be. I think, I think it worked in this case of. Yeah, he was just definitely going through it, which I kind of speculated as well that he was probably talking to his brothers. My man was just going through it. <laughs> My man was just going through it. You fast forward and like you realize like he's trying to break into this facility or this large tower. Right. And again, you're still kind of like, okay, why is, this- why is he trying to do all of this? To the point he ended up roughing someone's bike. Yeah. He ended up stealing the bike from this person named Jones, which is nice when you go back and you see the beginning, because at this point, you don't know right. what that name right. don't recollect at all at this right. point. And Jones is like, what in the world is going on? <laughs> and Mike, he ended up uh, doing his thing, and he ends up sneaking like inside the whole, this whole suit. He calls it, it like a huge explosion. Well, actually, he said, like, because then he ended up setting like some sort of alarm, right? So, so first he was like kind of like sneaking through, like, like I said, he's kind of doing this ninja thing, sneaking around. Correct. He ended up finding like a sewer line, he right? Through that, and then the sewer line he ends up coming out of. Apparently, they got the, the sewers tapped nowadays <laughs> because, yeah, yeah, yeah. he got caught <laughs> and they was on that ass as soon as right. he got out that joint. I like, I guess they call them the robo ninja cops, yep. So, they, yeah, they wasn't having it. What so? What did you think of the Robo Ninjas? Because I thought they were robots, but then you kind of find out they're kind of robots, but kind of human at the same time. Yeah, they, they were interesting. They, um, I mean, I, I guess almost like they're like cyborgs, right? A little bit like they were. They were maybe human at one point, and then they've just got a whole bunch of like robot. You know, they got so much enhancement put into them that they're basically like mainly robot at this point. Right. I mean, I'd have been fine with them being completely human, but I guess that gives more reason for Mikey to slice some heads off and all that. <laughs> I guess even, it's, like, it's like, even though this is a darker version, I guess they didn't want to go too... They didn't want to go full throttle. With that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they were like, we'll give you half human. Like. Right. right. From that point on, like, you got Mikey, he jived like he, he giving the business, you know, he kind of sneaking around, you know, doing this thing. Mm-hmm. He hopping on flying cars. Like, apparently you realize, like, all right, this is way, this is like way in the future. Because <laughs> yeah. my man on cars, you know what I'm saying? Flying cars. And he he's doing a lot to the point he ends up finding a certain, um, I guess, like a base. I guess, like, he ended up getting into their, like, lower levels, like a certain base. Mm-hmm. Like a parking garage. Yeah. And there he found, like, I guess there's, like, um, 
uh, what you call it? like, I guess a bunch of like military weapons and just a mm-hmm. bunch of foot soldiers, like just a bunch of bunch of shit on that lower level. <laughs> and he ends up, um, yeah, he ends up doing what Mikey does best. He ends up doing more ass kicking. Like a lot of the, a lot of the issue is actually him fighting. Yep. What you think of the whole like the fighting scenes? Him. Oh, I like that. I mean. He he was he was messing everybody up, especially uh, like towards like kind of near the end. He was like no mercy. He wasn't backing down from anything. Right? Yeah. He he. It seemed like he almost knew this was like a half like a halfway suicide mission. There was no like I'm going to protect myself because I need to like make it back home or something like that. He had one mission. It seemed like he if he. If he was going to die, he he was fine with that. Nope. I just like how he was throughout the like combat or whatever. He was just like talking to himself, like so. Of course, he was like, "Know when to stand firm." That's right. Oh, uh, he was like, "Know when to leap." I'm like, bro, like just my man was uh he was tweaking, but then <laughs> you realize like you end up meeting this guy. His name is well at this point, you know, his name is Master Hiroto. And apparently he's the one that's he's the one ahead of this big tower that Mikey right. uh Master Hiroto. He don't know what's going on, but he like, look, I want whoever this is, I want him to be extra. He keeps getting closer to me, so I need y'all to like stop him. What what you think about the like the um the, I guess the artwork? Like as far as I think the artwork was really good. I mean, you know, I yeah, I've seen artwork like this in other comic books, but I think it was uh put together really well and um, not to spoil anything but in other chapters they take a different style of artwork for certain sections which i think uh worked out really nicely too yeah i agree yeah the art fits very well with the tone that they was going for i like the artwork of mikey too he looks very behemoth huge which they kind of explain later on spoiling thing Right. They definitely do. And it makes sense. Yeah, I like the art. Everybody looks real good. Even Master Hiroto looking like he don't play that. Yep. And right there, you first of all, once Master Hiroto comes into the scene, it kind of started making sense from there as far as like, okay, you start thinking like Oroko Yasaki, you know? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you, you don't know how yet, but you start to start <laughs> right. like, they, they must be related to some right. sort, I'm thinking. These, these names sound familiar, and these are not good names. Right. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, you 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 kind of start trying to like figure it out from there. Like, okay, this is what's possibly happening. So I think the next panel is when the big robot comes and basically just like dive tackles him out the window. Right. And from that point on, you like, man, like he can't possibly survive this if he falls. <laughs> you think that, right? Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, he clearly going to grab one to the side of a wall. Right, like, you know what I'm saying? He's going to be able to break his fall somehow, right? Right. But no. Nah, the answer to that is no. And it wasn't like a, just like like a short level, like it was on the bottom level. He fell some stories. He fell some stories. And not only did he fall, but then he fell face first. Yes. Right into the pavement. 
Yes, he did. And you know he felt it because the second he started getting up, he started coughing up that blood. He got over to blood. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, it's not looking good for our man right here. So luckily he actually survived and he actually somehow escapes because the Robotech people, you know, of course they come down looking for him. They're like, all right, let's right. let's finish this job, making sure he right. making sure he out. Or gone, and apparently he got away. Our girl Jones covered for him. She actually covered for him, talking about he went that way whole time. He went the opposite way, whatever. Right. So yeah, she actually looked out for him and actually ended up following him. You know, which it was easy to find because he kind of had like a trail of blood. blood. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. make make you wonder how the Robo crew didn't find. <laughs> That's robots for you. Them damn cyborgs. But yeah, so you got uh Jones following them. Then you got my man, uh a turtle guy. You know, they fast forward to him and he just he just struggling. Yeah. He 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 kinda over it, you know what I mean? He he pulled out all the weapons that his brothers once had, which I actually like that he has all three of his Every brothers' weapons. And all the masks. Oh yeah, yeah. All the masks. He laid all those out. And he just like, man, I miss my brothers, man. Mm-hmm. I am. I tried. I have failed. He succeed, and then he just. And then he just pulls out this. I think he. It was Leo Sword that he tried to commit yep. suicide with. My turtle guy was done. He was ready to yeah. commit suicide, which was crazy at the time. That's again. This ain't your children's turtle. <laughs> this ain't your children's turtles, right here. Right. I didn't expect to see this. What was you feeling at this point? Was you surprised that he was even trying to do that? Or <laughs> I mean, like you said, when he was climbing the tower, it, it came off like it was a full-on suicide mission, um, last stand kind kind of thing. And you know, for him to go through all that trouble to get up there and then get shoved out and, and to and to think that you don't have anybody that you have an ally with. So it's just only you. So how are you going to get better? Who's going to heal you? All that good stuff. It's like, what what can I do? I I you know I don't have anything else now. Yeah, he actually got close to the top. Apparently. Yeah, I don't know if uh, you know he he almost went Dolo Solo and accomplished the whole mission. But this, although, well, her, I want to spoil nothing. But yeah, yeah. But, but Hiroto ended up. You know, he sent his boys out there. You know. Actually, yeah, he sent his boys out there to stop the the uh, Stockman uh, robots or whatever. Mm-hmm. That actually what ended up getting them right there. Yep. <laughs> that just shoved them out the window. Sent them right out that window. <laughs> so, um, you know, he's through with it. And at this point, you're thinking, man, this must be the end of the comic because he's not going <laughs> to, he's about to kill himself. Yeah. But here comes Mrs. Jones. Jones stops him. He passes out. He gets a little, uh, I guess, what you dream sequence, you want to call it? Yeah. After the turtle guy tried to off himself. And yeah, it looked a, a nice, wholesome moment. You know, he got his, you know, he wakes up to his brothers. You know, he sees his brothers there, like they're back in their younger form, teenage form. You know, he's trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, he's like, what are y'all doing here? <laughs> right. 
Like, what is happening? And they're like, nah, bro, wake up. Like, come on, let's let's go do something. And then he ends up waking up eventually. And to his surprise, good old partner in crime, April O'Neil, is right there. And right there. By his side. And boy, does she look rough. You say what? <laughs> boy, does she look rough. Yeah, she's looking a little rough around the edges. Looking real gritty in a, within herself, right? Mm-hmm. She looked like Sarah Connor in The Terminator 2. Actually, yeah, that's exactly she do, actually. <laughs> Look like Sarah Connor's out this joint. Mm-hmm. The, the turtle version. <laughs> well, yeah, you have her wake up and she, you know, pretty much talking about, you know, happy that she, you know, she, you know, awake and everything, but she's she trying to figure out, like, who are you talking to? <laughs> and right then and there, you actually find out at this moment who was the last turtle that uh, survived, which she's Michelangelo. Yep. Good old Mikey. And that's how the first issue ends. But uh, I actually want to go back a bit because we do actually find out from good old Master Hiroto. Yeah, because we have a, a, a moment with Master Hiroto when he does actually find out that uh, it was uh, Mikey or one of the turtles that was trying to like get to him. Right, he does, yep. And he's like, hold up, like, what, what's, what's happening? I thought I killed them dudes like forever <laughs> ago. And he actually mentioned like a, de- uh, a decade ago. So our I, 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 I folks been gone for a minute. 10 years, yeah. And yeah, man, it's sad. And you actually realize you you he actually ends up you find out he has somebody in this uh contraption. Yeah. I don't even know what to call it, but that is, I guess it's a it's a contraption it's like to, a, try to help them stay alive even though they kind yeah, of Yeah, it's almost like a stasis a stasis yeah. pod or something, whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh-huh. And you find out that is good old Karai. Yeah. That is in there. His mother. So you know, you don't know what happened to her, but you, you know, as we go through these issues, you find out real fast what happened. Yeah. yeah. What happens. Really- so, I mean, what, what did you think about that as far as, I guess, Karai being in the contraption and does she still kind of alive or? That. You know, I it left me with more questions than what I had when I started reading, which is always good. Yeah, like what happened? What happened? You're trying to figure out what is going on at the beginning. And by the time you get to the end, you're like, what is going on? Right. <laughs> and at this point, I'm thinking... Like first, first of all, of course, is she going to wake up? And if she does, how much chaos will that be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause I'm like, man, cause you know, Karash, she don't, you know, she ain't playing no games herself. So, yeah. you know, I was thinking how much of that dynamic 
will play in or how much that would factor if they actually, if she did actually wake up and then they had her and her son kind of try to mm-hmm. work together. But yeah, man. So yeah, a lot of, a lot going on in this first issue. Um, so much more. Yeah. And again, you find out again, Mikey, he's the last one that uh, survives, which again, as we were saying earlier, cutting back to what we were saying earlier in the uh, podcast, in the episode, it makes complete sense when yep. you think about it, because he has the most to grow from the issue. Yep. Probably, probably the closest to him will probably be Donatello. Yeah, because he he's a jokester himself, but not to like that degree, right? And you know, yeah, and yeah, it made it made too much sense of it would be too obvious for like a Raphael, right, or Leo. Right. Especially for Ralph, that just makes too much sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, if it was Ralph, it's like, well, yeah, this is this is just normal behavior. <laughs> right, this is his normal stick. <laughs> Nothing different here. But for Mikey, for a person that again, as you know, is the silly one, the caring mm-hmm. one, the lovable one, the one, you know what I mean, just all these things. And to find out it's him that's the last to survive and kind of have to burden this yeah. whole situation. Jokester. He's always been a jokester. Yeah. I mean, come on. By the end of the issue, my man was trying to commit suicide. That ain't nothing quite so mighty yeah. that we're used to seeing. So, it, it, yeah, it was, a, it was a trip. But uh, I, like I said, I felt 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 bad for my guy. But um, it made me, like I said, definitely made me more curious, especially to see April was still around, which I was expecting. Right. I was expecting somebody, like all right, I was expect somebody to come up right. at some point. Like, can't just right. man, Mikey. Although like, that would be interesting too. But yeah. Oh yeah, I mean most definitely. But typically, it's always one of them that just comes out the blue. Like, <laughs> was you thinking that too, or was you thinking like I right, might be? He might be just doing on his solo for real the whole time. Uh, I mean, like you said, I think once you heard Jones from you know from the girl, mm-hmm. then it was like, all right, well, there's going to be a connection there. Mm-hmm. And then you know, obviously, it, it turned out to be true. But uh, I mean, like it, it's so hard. We don't. We don't know. Reading the first chapter, so you don't know anything, right? Well, I want to say because we, we there's no connection yet between right. everything, yeah. You don't you don't know anything yet. It's not until later that you learn other things, and you're like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I mean, and I think we said this earlier, but yeah, literally, like a good chunk of it, you really don't know what's happening. You just know Mikey seems to be on this mission. Yep. And like I said, it don't really come together until you see Master Hiroto come into place. And like I said, you kind of start, okay, Hiroto. Must be related to good old Roku, right? Saki, and you know, they must relate somehow. So clearly, he's after him. You don't even really know, need to know too much of why, but you because <laughs> you kind of already kind of put it together, right? right there, but at the same time, you're still kind of like, all right, well, what's going on? Like, how did because it seems like at this point, her uh, uh, Hiroto is kind of running things, like running the town, right. You like okay, how that like how does that happen? <laughs> a lot has changed. 
a lot has changed. And you know, at this point, at least a decade has passed since right. the current. Since whatever happened. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, a lot is going on. But, yeah, definitely left me very excited to learn more. And you definitely do, right in the second one. You definitely do. They dropped some zingers in that second issue. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to get into that right, right. now. We're going to wait into that next episode when we dive in to the second issue slash chapter two. Yes. Which is, you know, definitely hope y'all enjoyed listening to our um, our official first episode of the podcast about comics and stuff. Comics and stuff. Um, uh, you know, you could always, uh, you know, if y'all got questions, you know, y'all want to, you know, want to hit us up, you know, you could always hit us up on that good old email. Real comics and stuff at gmail.com. And, you know, like I said, if y'all want to know more or any requests y'all want to make, that um, y'all think we should read or be a good read, let us know. We open to suggestions. Most open definitely. Suggestions, sir? Um, no? Come back for, for episode two. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, this felt good. Had a good time. You had a good time with this, sir? Hey, it's, it's my wheelhouse. I like it. Yeah, sir. Eat stuff like this for breakfast. This is nothing to it but to do it. On that note, again, we'll catch y'all on the next episode. This has been HB, my man J3. Peace. Peace.